Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We got DJ Rock Lobster in the house. Come on. It's been a while since we hit that one. Yeah, it sure has. How's it going? It's good. Good to see you. I was wondering if you could um, give me a beat. I sure can. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, let me start with this story. DJ Khaled. Another one got an advanced copy of Drake's new poetry book. Oh. And apparently it's something you'd maybe more expect from Britney Spears. The book is called Titles Ruin Everything, mm. A Stream of Consciousness by Kenza Samir and Aubrey Graham. Who's Drake? Where's Drake? Mm-mm. Drake. He made an Instagram video to show it off, and it appears that the entire book is constructed with just one sentence on each page. Oh, that's how you say that you published a 700-page right. book. Right, okay. right. That's how I used to double space and use a specific font when they said right. the report needed to be four pages. Right. What would, There was a specific font. font. I think it was Arial. Okay, yeah. It was just yeah. took up a little more space, a little yeah. more width. Another one. So on the left hand of, uh, here, here's a sampling, okay? On we the, the best music! On the left hand page, it says, life isn't fair. On the right hand side, it says, but karma helps. And then there's this one. Some days, I got it all figured out. Another one! But most days, I never learn. So there are there are authors around the world right now who have feverishly been working on their stories, fiction, nonfiction, historical, romantic, whatever. And they cannot get their book published. I'm going to give. And then this book of one sentence poetry comes out, gets published, and will sell a ton of copies. Rocco. Yes. Do you think you could click on the link sure. and see if we could listen to DJ Khaled reading some of the... Another one! I'm going <laughs> to click on that link. Um, Give me a couple seconds, but yeah, let me see. Did you do right. on the Instagram video, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And then there, underneath it, there's some... Underneath the Instagram video, there's some audio. Okay, I got to turn off Fallout Boy. Okay, That's cool. step one. All right, here we go. 
and DJ Khaled. Um, if you haven't got uh, Drake's new book, you're behind time. <laughs> Courtesy of the boy, it's the new book. I like the cover already. One thing about the boy, <laughs> I open up the page, and let me just say, <laughs> right with the first thing I read. Life isn't fair, but karma helps. The boy's special now. Hold on up. <laughs> Some days I got it all figured out. But most days I never learn. You think I'm making this up, right? Like, this is how the boy... Y'all, I, listen, the boy different. The boy, let me yeah. tell you. He's, uh, <laughs> he's different. Basically, yeah. Okay, so. On, on the left page is the first <laughs> sentence. On right. the right page. And a lot of white space. Yes. Not every page has a single sentence. Some pages are blank. <laughs> um, these could be lyrics to an album or something. It could be like a promotional piece that goes with an announcement, maybe. Another one. <laughs> You're doing better, Khaled, than he is. Yeah, he's sort of subdued here. Yeah. He's got like some kids show on in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. right. He's just wearing, I mean, if I could put him in a different t-shirt, I would. Because the neck on that is egregiously stretched out. Yeah, like that Tide commercial where the girl's on a date and all she sees is, is the that. bacon yeah. neck kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really like one. a tight fitting collar on my t-shirts. I do not like T-shirts with that neckline. Mm. I only like V-necks. Mm, oh, the opposite. You like really? A, yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not down with the V-neck. Oh, because you don't want to rock I, the rug. Maybe it's because I, I don't have any chest hair. Or you don't. You don't. No, That's really. shocking. Wow, you, Unbutton that top button right now. Let us get come in on, Rocco. Uh, Show us your body. I am hairy Donna. below the uh, <laughs> from the knee down to my toes. I got like hairy toes. Shins, What's up with that? It. It's pretty. Are you bald to the touch? Like if if I pretty ran much. my hand over your chest, I, I wouldn't feel much hair. Weird, random hairs here and there, and I don't want to get rid of them because it's all I got. Yeah, right. How about where are you where are you at on your shoulder hair? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, Stephanie Hansen the other day asked me like, Rocco, I was in your studio over the weekend. What is with these tweezers in here? And I was like, I I tweeze my ear hair often. <laughs> my ears, <laughs> my, my ear holes. What did you? Shave it. I shave my ears. You do it with like one of those little... With, just like a... Ri- no, like you can do it with a buzzer, you can use it with a clipper, or you can just use it with an actual razor, but you know it's embarrassing? When you do it without shaving cream, and you accidentally cut your ear, and then people are like, why is there a blood scab on your ear? And you're like, because I shaved it. Because I've had I've had crazy ear hair since I was in my mid twenties. Another Are you one. talking about like on your lobe? <laughs> on the I'm, I'm like deep in the hole of the yeah. Hair. Oh, you're deep in the hole. My barber sometimes will uh, will take the trimmer and go deep in the hole, and I am like all but it it scratches an itch I didn't know I had. Yeah, uh, I start making like Chewbacca sounds. It's pretty good, but I know my lobe, I have lobe hair where if I forget about it and then I'm backlit in a photo, I mean, I look like Falcor from the never ending story. You just see like these hairy ears, like I'm about to take flight. Back to music news. <laughs> one. Uh, this is kind of cool. The Backstreet Boys have announced an all-inclusive Cancun concert vacation. That's kind of fun. Oh my gosh, this is great. Um, so it's their 30 plus years together as a group. And so they're adding a little fun and a little fun to the mix. 
Uh, Tuesday, June 27th. Okay, wait. They announced they're back at the beach. Okay, so that was this past Tuesday, yesterday. And then they're, they've got an all-inclusive concert vacation that's situated on the beach in Cancun, Mexico. Situated. And they're going to include their DNA show as well as a 30 for 30 performance in which they'll perform a set entirely chosen by fans. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's cool. It's going to be at the Moon Palace in Cancun. Stayed there before. Uh, April 18th to the 21st next year. They have so, one of those swim-up bars at the old Moon oh, Palace? Oh, of course. Yeah. They, you know, they got one of those big hot tubs, like the giant hot tubs. Oh. Daily pool parties, activities. There's going to be events with them, including a tequila and guacamole testing with <laughs> Howie. And then a DJ set with Kevin karaoke with aj beach volley uh volleyball tournament with nick that's pretty fun i love it oh and then a special variety show featuring brian luttrell's whole family that's a fun idea that's fun. Yeah. i like that they're making like a whole thing out of it yeah like a whole several days not whole. just one night whole your whole your hole. Um, oh, we're out of time. Okay. Are we out of time? We're out of time. We're out of time. We're out of time. All right, we got to go. Uh, maybe we'll get a little music news a little bit later on the show. When we come back, we have food news. Mm. Menu anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Donna will explain what it is, mm-hmm. and a lot of you will raise your hand and say, yes, I suffer I from that. that. Also, the Minnesota Twins games are uh, one of only four places that you will be able to try a terrible, terrible thing. We'll tell you what it is when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. What's up, friends? Hey, Stevie boy. Are you looking for an outstanding night out with a group of friends, maybe a summertime date night? Why don't you check out all the great things going on at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters? Jersey Boys, that is on the main stage right now. Donna just saw it, loved it. Uh, my buddy Mike Marcotte from Twin Cities Live saw it, so loved good. it. All these incredible Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons songs. Many that Donna was even like, I didn't even know they sang that. They, they sing that one too. You hear the music, you hear the stories behind the music, the making of that band. Sort of a rags to riches to rags kind of a story in some ways. Uh, so you'll be singing the whole night through. Uh, Chan is also known for its great concert series coming up. Tributes to Gladys Knight, Billy and Elton, Lou Rawls, Vintage Cruise with Kenny Loggins, and many more. And if you just need a laugh, who can blame you? Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, just the ticket, which, by the way, those tickets start at $28. Visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. All right. We're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and then some. Like this. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Hmm. I bet your wife has this. There's a new term. It is called menu anxiety. Without a doubt, you don't even have to describe it. (laughs) It's kind of like when you panic at a restaurant when everyone's ready to order except you. And it's common enough that there's a term, again, menu anxiety. 30% of people get this. 30%. Especially younger Americans. 41% of people are in their 20s, 30s, and early 40s. They get anxious. And then only 15% of people older than that get anxious. Hmm. I always try to say, and I'm sure it's never lands as helpful, but if you're the more sane of the two parties. Yes, I am. Thank you. 
if you, I tell her, and there are other places where she's more sane than I am, so I can speak freely here. Pretend, pretend this isn't the only meal you'll ever eat. <laughs> pretend that it's one of thousands upon thousands. And then it makes it, it should make you eat ordering just a smidge easier. Because you know what? It's not even the only meal you're going to eat that day. It's right. one of three. Right. So let's just decompress a little I'm bit. I'm with you. I'm so, so, so with you. I have friends who will just be like, okay, what do you, what, like if we're going to order food. Yes. To have it delivered. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you in the mood for? I'm like, food sounds good. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I want. Do I want Chinese? Do we want Italian? I'm like, all I need is a piece of chicken and a salad. I don't care. Order from wherever. I'll improvise. I don't understand like what that is. I think that it's type A people. I bet they suffer from menu anxiety more than type B people because they have a particular way that they want. And then it's like, if you have a particular way that things go, then your expectations can ratchet up in these situations. Interesting. And what is the, and they're thinking, they're always, a, a type A person is often thinking, how do I maximize this situation? Huh. So what is the best choice on this menu? There is a best choice for me and I need to find it. Where so I'm like, well, I like telling this to the waitress. And I'd like to think I'm a dream to wait on. If I'm between two things, I'll say, hey, Patty, let me, let me lay this on you today. Mm. Okay, what do you got, hon? I'm uh, I'm between two things. I'm between the salmon. I'm between the steak. I would love it if you chose, and please don't tell me until you put it on the table in front of me. It'll be Ooh, fun. Oh, really? I love All right. doing that. You got it, hon. How would you like your salmon cooked? Oops. Oh, Patty! <laughs> Patty! Come on, man. I love oh, it when they call you, hon. That's cute. That's adorable. Okay, you know, here, do you want to know what people mostly stress about? Yeah. Okay, the most common answer is what's going to taste the best. That's not the only thing holding us up. The top three things are the price, that well, the taste, the price, and how long it'll take to make. Oh. I don't even think about any of these things. Prep time? It's just like restaurant time. All the food comes out together. Also, how messy is it? And if you're in the younger demo, you might also be worrying about the environment. Why don't you guys settle down a little bit? You guys, really? Gen Z, we understand you're here. We We screwed the world up before you got here. We get it. The next generation's going to hate you. You'll screw stuff up too. Life is anxiety. Donna. What? Okay, hang on. Sorry, I blew up. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's menu anxiety. Rocco, Calm you're one down. of our uh, freaking uh, besties. And we just want to know when the Rock Lobster yeah. goes to a restaurant. 
Do you suffer from menu anxiety? A little bit. And what I, I luckily I found a pretty good partner with my wife, although I feel like we've sort of split up in the last few years. But we would usually, I'd be like, hey, what's your first and second choice? And then we'd maybe, and we'd see where we have common ground. And, and then, then you'll order, split. Yeah, we order like two things that yep. we both yeah. food for. That's good. I, That's I, I've fun. started doing splits. I used to be really opposed to, like, hey, what if I got this and then you do you want to split? I was like, no, because I am decisive. I know I want that bison burger. And guess how much of it I want? All of it. The whole thing. Mm. But now I've gotten better with it. I'm like, sure. I go to a restaurant with a friend. And every time we go, we order the same thing. We both get a salad. The same. We get one salad and one entree. And then they plate it for us. They cut it in half and plate everything for us. Halfsies. Now, that thing I've never understood. I feel like that is a uniquely female thing in always yeah. just saying, do you want to, like, I cannot imagine going and saying to my friend Peter, hey, what if we split the burger and fries and just did right. it on two plates? We need to order something else to make it a full thing. Right. I, I don't need half. But that's why I we go whole. to this place specifically for that order. We're like, should we go to blah, blah, blah? Fuddruckers. Don't worry about it. Ground round. I don't want to tell you because I don't want the paparazzi to follow me. Okay. <laughs> the ground round is where they weighed kids and charge them by their weight. They did? So suck on that, Gen Z. All right. Get off our case and you right. go figure out the ground Just round. Just chill out. Pick something. I would say the ground round is where you could throw peanuts on the floor. Could Ooh, you do that I at like the that. ground round too? Back in the seventies, yes. Yeah. Lone Star Steakhouse, you, it was a real oot scoot and boogie kind of a place, or boot yes. scoot and boogie, whatever. You used to be able to do that too. I what a what a liberating thing to do. A you, peanut shell on the ground. You could still do that. Bloomington, what's the name of the uh, cowboy uh, place? Yeah, Cowboy Jacks. Yes, oh, really? you can do it at Cowboy Jacks. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, they have peanuts at uh, Five Guys too. You think with so many nut allergies these days? It's, right. It's Good like point, oh, Rocco. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I had to bring it Ooh-wee. down. Ooh, we. What's, What's up, up with, with that? that? What's up with that? that? I said, a you do, boo, do, who, do, you do. What's up with that? was, We needed to fill for time. Uh, oh, listen to this god-awful all thing. All right, talking about peanuts. Uh, coming to a Minnesota Twins game near you. One of only four, uh, four ballparks in the entire country that will feature... Pepsi flavored ketchup. This Mm-mm. is a part of Pepsi's Better with Pepsi campaign. Stop it! And uh, this is only going to be available at a few. Nope. Um, and, and it's happening. I don't know what to tell you. It's going to happen on July fourth. Mm. You can go to the Twins game on July fourth, nope. and you can order the Pepsi flavored ketchup. Coca chup, cola chup, Pepsi cola chup. <laughs> That's what it's called, cola chup. Cola chup. Really. Yep, Colo chop, cola chop. Because they did mayo chop. Correct, chop. chop. <laughs> I like Pepsi. I prefer I Coke. And I do, too, do. I do too. I used to be very pro Pepsi. Pepsi is more bubbly. Coke is more syrupy. Yes, Queen. I won't get in your way there. You I like, like syrup. When I was a kid, I liked the family. Pepsi's family, right? It's always about the extended family. So I liked Mountain Dew. I hear it was you. always about what's on the rest of the fountain. If you go to a restaurant that has Pepsi products or Coke products, that is an entirely different catalog of soft drink. I would like a diet non-cola at every bar in the nation, please.
Thank you. What's a diet non-cola? Like a diet Sprite, diet ginger ale, diet 7-Up. I think of Sprite Mm -mm. as cola. You do? Yeah. It's not. Bye. I'm talking about Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You should call in for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge right now. 651-641-1071. You know, it is boating season. Of course, we are the land of 10,000 lakes, and boating is extremely popular here in the summer. So it's a good time to be aware of how to stay safe on the water. You know, accidents still do happen, and it turns out, I didn't know this, anyone can operate a watercraft because boating does not require a driver's license. And boating accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters, mechanical problems, boating under the influence, which is the vast majority, uh, you know, of accidents. And it shows that an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. Boy, that is... A really alarming statistics. Here's the deal. If, uh, you know, if someone is injured uh, due to someone else's negligence in a boating accident and you need some advice, get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Hey, guys. Hey. This hey, is our what? show. What? what Taylor Swift. You know, just we, we just dealt with Taylor Mania last weekend. Yeah. Yes. Guess who's going to Kansas City next weekend? To see Taylor Swift? No, to do a soccer thing with my kid. But Taylor, I'm going to be experiencing Taylor Weekend all over again. Oh, because oh, she's going there. Yes. Oh, that I sounds terrible. Go. Yo, I, I. Oh, without it. I was absolutely gone. Thousands of dollars. Absolutely <sighs> to that part as well. Huh. I right. was offered a free ticket. What? And I found out after the fact. I'm going to go get the phone now. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. I'm reading some emails. Oh, lots of stuff about menu anxiety. Also, um, Coke and Sprite are not the same thing. I didn't think they were the same thing, but I think of cola as another word for pop. No. No. This whole My whole cola. life I've thought of it that way. No. But you've heard about that. Like people in Georgia are like, hey, give me a Coke. Everything's what a Coke because that's yeah. the home oh, the of Pepsi. Coke. Yeah. But that's where Coke is based. Yeah, that's right. That's also dumb. That's also true. See, there's a lot of but things. But you calling Sprite a cola is... Uh, that's weird. Because yeah, cola is the brown stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the brown therapy okay. Oh. cocoa. Okay. I'm, well, I did Sprite not know that. Sprite is lemony. What is Sprite? Lime. Lemon lime. No, no, no. What is... Soda. But it's... Oh, so, so they're, they're all, all sodas. sodas. But Coca-Cola, so you're telling me the cola refers to an element of its flavor or coloring. Yes. yes. Interesting. Wow. I never knew that. Are you a real person? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this is your first day realizing this. I, yes, I thought that cola okay. meant pop, essentially. So you could live in Georgia. <laughs> you should. You know, like you'd go through the drive through because I lived in Atlanta for a while, and I would Feels go through the... a bit braggy, keep going. Okay. Hot Atlanta. Done. I would go through the drive-thru and be like, hi, can I get, um, oh, gosh. Like, if you said, can I get a pop or a soda, what kind? No. No, if you're I telling said, the story the wrong oh, way. Coke. can I get a Coke? Can I get a Coke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, okay, what kind? I'm like, Coke? They're like, like, you don't understand, like, you could say Sprite. 
to look up the definition of colon. Oh my God. Well, you're doing that. Let's play. It's time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions. Don't tell him what Coke was originally made with back in the 1890s, by the way. He'll never consume it again. The cocaine. The big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yeah, we've all heard the intro. Oh, wow. You were just talking right over that, weren't you? I really was. I was using it as a bed of music. By the way, if you type in in, on Google, is Sprite, just so you know, the next two words at autofills is a cola. My people are out there. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What's the answer? Sprite is not. It is a clear lemon and lime flavored soft drink. So, but I would have thought soft drink, cola and soft drink was the same thing. Interesting. Coca-Cola classic. It's always the one. Finish it. I don't know it. Jingle. 90s. Mm, Nope. Wherever there is fun, there's always Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Come on. Bring back jingles. Today is International Caps Lock Day. Okay. Um, which, strangely, when I switched computers with Holly today, the caps lock was on, so maybe Holly was celebrating. Oh, oh it was fun. the universe telling you to do this topic. Um, so. I am going to quiz you on, uh, I believe, her movies. Let me see what I did here. A movie, movie, movie. All right. Movies that involve capital yes. letters. Woo! Movies uh, that involve capital letters. Okay, I'm going to write down all the stuff I know I'm going to get and you, sucker. On the telephone, <laughs> that, I'm not sure. That is a movie. Um, Stillwater Steve's on the phone. Hey, Stillwater Steve, good morning. Good morning, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing good, we're doing good. Feeling a little bit loopy here on a Wednesday. What do you got going on after the game? What's next in Stillwater Steve's day? Stillwater Steve's got to keep working. Oh, man. That so, but that's fine. I drive around all day. I love it. Oh, okay. All right, great. That's why he gets to listen so often, which is wonderful. Sorry, Donna's here. Oddly, she's just not saying anything to you. Do you ever wonder Steve if hammered. what if Alan <laughs> and Steve? Oh, who was there? And Rooster, Rooster drives. Around. Oh, Rooster. What if they all were at like a four-way stop together? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, if you had Alan, Stillwater, Steve, Rooster, who would be the fourth? I know who else drives around. And who would just make that story all the better? That'd be fun. Um, anyway. Let's uh, now ask you, Steve, who would you like to team up with, Donna or Steve? It is Movies with Capital Letters. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Donna, Steve, because you are just too dang good sometimes. All right. Respect. Rude. Okay. Eat it, Donna. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, Donna. Steve. These are, uh, I got three movies here that are, uh, the titles are all in caps. Let's see if you can... Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do. In fact, the funny thing is I'm going to actually tell you the movie. I'm going to ask you questions about those movies. Oh, no. Okay. Like, for instance, this one. You remember the movie MASH? Sure. It was also a TV show. Sure. And it was spelled M asterisk, A asterisk, S asterisk, A Gary Berghoff is the only main actor who was in both the movie and the TV show MASH playing what character? The guy, the bold guy with the hat. Who played George W. Bush in the movie W? That was uh, Josh Brolin. Name an actor from E.T. that isn't Drew Barrymore. The kid. (laughs) The, you know, the kid with the thing. Uh, How about the lady who was also in 
uh, Amityville Horror. Her name is escaping me. And the first one is Clinger. That's not true. That's Jamie Farr. It's the guy with the hat. The good news Huckleberry. is Steelwater Steve. The guy with all the little things on his hat. You know, the little mm-hmm. pins. I bet you Stillwater Steve will get it done for you. Let's bring him back. Gary Berghoff. That name do anything for you, Stillwater Steve? Yeah, that's going to be Radar. <gasps> oh, Love- Riley. Oh, mm-hmm. Radar. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Got the second one. Yeah, I interviewed him once at the state fair. Really? Believe it or not. Yes. And Father McKay. Father Mulcahy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you notice his hand by chance? Radars? No. He's missing a couple of digits. Watch oh. if you ever watch Mass, he's always kind of hiding one of his Oh hands. wow. No, I don't that doesn't even ring a bell. <laughs> yeah, he kind of like hit Steve it. on a normal day. <laughs> right. No, he had some sort of uh, birth defect, I think. Oh, uh, interesting. Kinda, yeah, he hid his hand off and on the show. How about the third one, Stillwater Steve? Can you name an actor in the movie E.T. that uh, was not Drew Barrymore? Yeah. That guy, Elliot, was a guy. He had first two, had two first names. Henry's. Oh, uh, Elliot. Henry, <laughs> Henry Thomas, I believe. Okay, we accept that. Hmm. Do you want to change my second answer at all? No, right. we're good. Okay, okay you can come. You can come in. Okay. Yeah. All right. True. Stillwater Steve, you're my man. Okay, Stevie boy. These are mm. movies uh, where the titles are like in all caps. What up? Uh, I'm actually going to tell you the movies, but I'm going to ask you questions about those movies. Like, for instance, the first movie I'm going to ask you about is MASH. Oh, it was, gosh. It was both a movie and a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only one actor, main actor, uh, played the same role in both. His name was Gary Berghoff. What role did he play on both the movie and TV show of MASH? The nurse. Who played George W. Bush in the movie W? Sam Rockwell. And name an actor from E.T. that isn't Drew Barrymore. All right. Actor from E.T. that isn't Drew Barrymore. Who played Elliot? Mm-hmm. Elliot. Thank you. Hmm. Elliot. Well, Ouch. it would have been <laughs> it would have been one nothing, Donna. But Stillwater Steve helped make it a three rip. Yes! Woo! Wow! Because the answers are Radar is the name of the character from Mash. Josh Brolin is the George W. Bush portrayer. Well, heck! And uh, Stillwater Steve did get Henry Thomas. Yeah, who played Elliot? Yeah, we would have also accepted the mom, D. Wallace. <laughs> oh, D. Oh, Wallace. Yeah. C. Thomas Howell was in it. Peter Coyote. I was thinking was of Beth it. Williams, which would have been wrong. Uh, Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams. Walter Geist. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said horror. Wow, that was tough. Still, Water Steve is a big is- winner. Nice job, Still Yay! Water Steve. You did it, man. You deserve it. Woo! No, Donna did it. She's my inspiration. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. I, I view her more as a cautionary tale. Go on. <laughs> Rocco? Yes. Are you going to go see Nuno in August? Uh, who'd you say, Nuno? Nuno Betancourt. Uh, you know, playing the State Theater in August. Really? I'd look, I'd I got look into tickets. that. I got to say, I got to buy a fifth for my son, but you, you're never going to see a guy that good of a guitar player that close. 
That's interesting. And he was in the band Extreme. More than Oh, really? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for putting that on my radar. Maybe I'll go with my buddy John, hey, who's in the guitar. That's enough for me, man. Fun. All right, you two, yeah. get a room. Okay, bye. All right, bye. All right, bye. Rocco, for uh, funsies, give us a tiebreaker. Uh, sure, I added down to a couple. Uh, name this uh, all caps band. Donna, in excess. No, that would have been good. Smooth. BTS. BTS. Oh, what a good team. In excess. I I was uh, thinking about ABBA as well, but in excess would have been a good one. Well, great minds think alike. Thank you for your time. Oh, we have no more time. We got to go. Boy, this show is just flying by. Um, this is. A, I think that you should do these eight rules for healthy arguments. Okay. I think that's fun. All right. Um, so this is for all of you. The arguments among relationships and anything else. That when we come back, it's on it, Steve. It's my talk. What up? Hey guys, it's Steve for the Canopy Group. Uh, the Canopy Group is out there crushing it. How? Saving you money. Oh, you don't want to save money? Okay, fine. Tune me out if your financial picture is just perfect. If not. And you're looking for ways to save money? Might I point you to the Canopy Group? Because it's a really easy way to save where you hardly have to do anything, really. You go to thecanopygroup.com. They have these red buttons there. You'll see them right and left side of the screen. Get a quote. Click that. And then uh, one of their specialists, they have a team of 40 specialists, will reach out to you. Uh, they'll figure out what your situation is, what your insurance looks like now, what kind of coverage you want to keep, what do you want to change, how could you be better insured. And you're thinking, wait, this sounds expensive. No, like this is all a free service. And by the way, you're going to get better coverage at a better price. Why do I know that? Because they tell everybody is saying the same thing. After they switch to the Canopy Group, they say, well... I saved money, and I got better coverage. This has happened with my talkers calling in live on the show saying, guess what? I got better coverage. I got it at a better price. Where? At thecanopygroup.com. I feel like dancing. Donna declared it the song of the summer. We looked it up in the charts, and it had not yet cracked the top 80. <laughs> but it's got a bop. But that's that's surprising to me, because we usually yeah. only play bumper music that's already charting. Uh, we got to get our boss in here. Should we talk to her? No. Maybe. Mm. Rocco, who chooses the music? I think it's uh, Amy and, uh, I mean, B. Arthur and uh, Holly, I believe. Okay. Mostly B. Arthur, though, I think. Oh. It's a good tune. Fun. It's fun. Oh, got man. a bop to it. Put yeah. your hands together. Who doesn't feel like dancing? I like right? that old, the, the, one of the last songs of summer, because I declare that there are not songs of summer every summer. It's almost like a leap year. It's just every now and again, you get a song of summer. But other times when you try to force a square peg into a round hole, as toddlers learn, it just don't work. Daft Punk and uh, Daft Punk. Who are they with? Pharrell, maybe, on a song? Oh, yeah, Years yeah. ago, like 2014 or 2013, something like that. That was a bop. What was I heard them talking about it on uh, Jason and Alexis this morning. The Song of Summer last year was, uh, I don't know, Moonroof or something like that. I like oh. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. I, Doja, I, I think it was, yeah, Sunroof. That's a good song. That's a good one. Yes. Anyway. Uh, before me, I have eight rules for healthy arguments. Okay. Were You're you ready? in a relationship with bombastic arguments at any point? I've never been in a relationship mm-hmm. where there's like, you know, some people go full tilt in their arguments. 
I didn't argue a lot with anybody that I've ever been in a relationship with. Hmm. I'd, I'd say more bickering than sure. arguing. Yeah, and there's more like a little things. Um, well, here's what they say. Um, the idea that couples don't fight is a big misconception. They just argue more effectively. So these are the rules. Number one, be honest, but not cruel. That's a good, that's good. That's good. Yeah. What, I can't say it's good? You can. No name calling or shaming. Well, duh. You're saying duh, but I think that there are couples out there who are different versions of themselves when they argue. And we're all a heightened version, right? Where you're feeling intense emotion during an argument, especially if you both both feel principled in your stand on whatever stand you might be taking. I just can't picture someone going, you're, I don't know, you're dumb. You're an idiot. You can't picture that? <laughs> not really. Not in a couple argument. Think about Hollywood. Those big, those, those, think of the, the notebook. Remember James, uh, oh gosh, Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams. I, Chibaba. Remember when they would argue big, huge, bombastic arguments. I think that though it may not be common, there, there are couples out there right now that know, oh yeah, I get the name calling and sometimes I'll do that. And what would you call a woman? Like a B word? I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't argue like that. I'm not a great arguer, but I don't argue that way, but. You're just a bit in disbelief of this, and I'm just saying this can happen. All right, number three, eight rules for healthy arguments. Your goal is to resolve things so you can move forward, not to win a fight. Yeah, that's about putting the relationship, the best of the relationship as the prize or the the the, the purpose or right. the goal of said argument as opposed to proving that you were right. You can live a very fragmented, unhappy life if you go around making sure that people know that you are right. Yes. That leads to unhappiness if that is your drive. Number four, never quit in the middle and storm out. It's okay to ask for a short 20-minute break, though. Yeah. Just don't storm out and be like, bleep you. Yeah, well, that would heighten it. Um, yeah, I, I've walked out of a situation last week when Lou and I had a big argument I walked out and then when I came back it like I don't know maybe 30 seconds had gone and then she had now left so we both mm. had different versions of Houdini but she was like well if you're going to leave then I'm, I'm going to get the child to bed and we sure. had to continue the argument upstairs Oh man, that was a stretched out one that was with an intermission too I felt like the first part was like the weigh-ins you know <laughs> and then the second part was the actual Argument. I do not enjoy those. It disrupts the force. I'm happy that they happen with infrequency. Mm-hmm. But put me down for a happy no like. Great. Will do. Number five, always assume you both want the same thing to connect and improve your relationship. That is a really good benefit of the doubt to give to the other person. If you go in with that, believing that about the other person, I think that you're less likely to do damage to the other person mm. intentionally or unintentionally. There, I think there's a level of maturity that is needed for this type of thing. Like people who aren't in touch with their emotions or who never talked about feelings before. I think it's a really, it's really tough to resolve things with a person like that. 
Yeah, yeah, because then because you're never getting to the issue, right? But and if you're if you can't just have that honest conversation, which is like the same reason why you know some people really just run from the thought of marriage counseling, right? And because it's just like because you no, have to talk about want, your feelings. Yeah, of course you. Well, guess what? You're going to feel your feelings anyway, right? So you may as well talk your way through them so that they don't drive the bus every day. Mm. End up where your emotions take you. Listen to this one. All right. These are rules for healthy arguments. Number six, take the stance. It's you and me against the problem, not mm. you against me. That is good. That is like all of these. That is good. There's wisdom in that. And it's easier said than done. Yes. Because I think both of those things are true at the same time. That's wise. And it's very difficult to do because usually the problem is being fleshed out personified through one of the two parties yeah Mm. i feel like dancing number seven try to use i feel statements instead of blaming each other i feel blah 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 when you blah 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 yes that is the that's a really great formula they say to use when you do this it makes me feel this way right and it gives a better understanding to the other person you know, yeah. when you come in and just grab my butt when I'm trying to wash dishes, it makes me feel like a piece of meat. But what I'm trying to express <laughs> is happy <laughs> likey. Sorry. Oh uh, so yeah, I guess that is generally if you just tuned in, hmm? that was a little role playing. Don't say that. <laughs> it was I wanted to know. I just don't want someone tuning in and being like, What are what's up with these two? Just weird. You started it. You brought up the butt grab. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Try to use I feel statements. That was number seven. And number eight, stay, um, state positive needs. Okay. Like this, I'm not, this is corny. I need to feel closer to you. How about if I grab your butt? (laughs) (laughs) Not physically. Okay. Uh, As opposed to, I need you to stop being an idiot. Well, sure, Donna. Of those two, I I would prefer to hear I need to feel closer to you as opposed to I need you to stop being an idiot. Yeah, I think if I heard I need to feel closer to you, I'd be like, mm, ew. Let me tell you what would happen in my world. Before you finish that sentence, my, mm. sh- my shirt is off. <laughs> I'm like, I read you. I think I'm understanding. I think I'm no. tracking. No, you're not, actually. Mm-mm. You're super not tracking. No. I do think that it is the old men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Mm-hmm. It really does come down to that. It's just two completely different ways of communicating. Yes. Just there. It's it, it's the reason you see guys on dating sites holding up a big fish. Like some woman's <laughs> going to be like, mm, he can provide. <laughs> I'm going to swipe right. No, we're like, okay, you just killed that fish. Cool. No. You know what I mean? You ever hear men are, uh, when, it, when it comes to like uh, sexual intimacy, men are like microwaves, women are like crockpots. Correct. There's another thing, you know, right. and we're always like, I can zap, that potato can be ready to eat in a jiffy. We do not have to preheat the oven and heat up the kitchen. Right. But they're crockpotting. And we'd be Micah. That's right. If this is your first segment that you've ever listened to this show, 
We would like to say goodbye because we know it's your last. We're aware of that. <laughs> we're not under any illusions. No, no, we're trying to help. It's we're a public service. Uh, when we come back, we have a dirt alert coming Woo! up next. Hope you stay with us, Don and Steve. This is my talk.